This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Coming up this half hour, we are hoping to get an update on the procedures so far on the Senate trial, the impeachment trial of U.S. President Donald Trump. A lot of back and forth at this point over the trial rules and whether or not the rules proposed, any changes to those rules are similar to those that Bill Clinton faced in 1999. Yes, way back in 1999. So we are attempting to check in with Reggie Cicchini, who is in Washington and who has been keeping uh, tabs on this. Uh, Take a listen to this report just before we connect with him uh, filing uh, about the last-minute changes that have been introduced. At the start of today's trial, it was announced that there would be a change to the timeline for opening statements. Each side will have 24 hours to speak, but spread over three days now, not two, eliminating the need for an overnight sitting. There's also been an amendment to allow for some evidence to automatically be admitted to the record, barring no objection. This comes amid concerns that the Senate leader was trying to stop documents already made public during the House inquiry from being discussed. The president's defense counsel maintains Donald Trump did nothing wrong in his request for investigations, nor the withholding of military aid, while House prosecutors will argue that the president is stepping on their constitutional duty to provide a check and balance. It's still unclear if any witness testimony will be included. Reggie Chikini, Global News, Washington. So at this point, uh, not uh, no evidence to really talk about. We're still dealing with the rules and the perhaps change in the rules. Thought it was an interesting quote from Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who earlier said that Republicans want a, quote, trial with no existing evidence and no new evidence. And he went on to say a trial without evidence is not a trial. It's a cover-up. All right, let's check in now with Reggie Cicchini, who has been covering this. So Reggie, thanks so much for taking a few minutes with us. Good morning. Uh, Just listen to your report talking about some of the changes, moving it from three days to two days. That means there won't be a need for an overnight sitting. Uh, Where else do things stand right now is trying to get these rules set? Well, I mean, we're only in kind of the first hour of uh, this trial starting up, and the president's defense counsel has kind of worked their way through a couple of members who are representing Donald Trump to basically explain their uh, feelings and opinions towards how this rule book has been brought forward. Uh, the the extending it from two days to three days is a big deal. That is something that Democrats had been pushing for, fearing that uh, Republican leadership was simply trying to expedite this and make it go a little quicker and would have forced everyone to sit through the overnight hours and they called that a cover-up, saying it was trying to keep people in the dark, literally, by doing this in the midnight hour. Now that that's not happening, that's one win for the Democrats. We also now know that evidence is going to be brought forward uh, from the House impeachment inquiry, which was another fight between Democrats, saying how can we bring uh, an impeachment trial forward if if we aren't allowed to bring the facts that brought us to this point onto the floor? Uh, Which I think is what led again to that uh, quote from Chuck Schumer saying uh, we need the evidence at the trial. It's not a trial without that evidence. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the focus that's being put on this, about having rules similar to the rules that President Clinton faced in 1999? Why wouldn't those rules already just be in place or why does it seem that we have to start from scratch? 
Well, when the House carries out an impeachment inquiry, there are rules that are basically set in stone that are constitutional that they have to follow. The Senate rules are a little more fluid. They're allowed to kind of make them up in the moments before the trial actually starts up. And the issue here is, uh, and depending on, you know, what side you're on, there aren't a lot of impeachments to be able to go by. You have to go by the precedent that was set in the most recent impeachment because they are so few and far between. So, Democrats were saying, here are the rules that were uh, put forward by unanimous consent with all 100 senators back in Bill Clinton's era. Now the rules are being amended to what Democrats say, particularly Democrat uh, minority leadership, uh, saying are built for and designed by what appears to be the president. So they wanted to ensure that there was going to be a fair trial here, because unlike in the Bill Clinton days, people's minds here are very crystallized. They're very uh, solidified in their opinions of the president. So they just wanted to ensure that there was going to be an air of fairness here, not just the majority Republicans getting their own way and doing the trial the way they wanted to. Uh, Which makes sense. Do you get the sense that obviously there's not agreement on everything on the rules and how things should play out, but do you get the sense they will reach that, uh, that agreement? There is a possibility. I think the only thing that's up in the air right now is whether or not witness testimony is going to be allowed. During the Clinton impeachment, there were a number of witnesses who were deposed, and then the transcripts were released to the public, and ultimately some of the tape was then played back during the uh, Senate trial. Right now, we're waiting to see if there is actually going to be an allowance for witnesses right now, because the uh, Republicans have said there's going to have to be a vote in order to allow witnesses to come forward. Democrats don't have the numbers on their side to get some Somebody like John Bolton to come and testify. Republicans would have to join Democrats. And that's where the kind of question is up in the air. Is there enough kind of political persuasion to pull some of those moderate Republicans to the Democratic side to allow somebody like John Bolton, who was intricately involved in this uh, Ukraine scandal, to come forward? He could provide information that helps, possibly hurts the president. And I think that's where the hesitation is on the Republican side. Uh, which you might look at that. Uh, anybody looking at this just from the outside would think the more information, the better. If it's relevant to this case, if it's documents about uh, President Trump's dealings with Ukraine, if it's a witness testimony that's about that, you would think it would be a no-brainer that it would be included. Absolutely. And I think the question has to be raised if this was a Democratic president right now, if this were Hillary Clinton, if this was Barack Obama, would Republicans be demanding there to be witness testimony to be able to speak to, you know, what would be flipped around Republican allegations of a president putting U.S. national security at risk? That's one of the big questions that needs to be asked with this. And public sentiment is actually on Democrats side right now. More than seven in 10 Americans actually want to see witness testimony or at least hear from some witnesses, whether or not it's via transcript or live in person, and that includes almost 50% of Republicans that were polled. This is going to be a big number. If Republicans don't allow for any witness testimony to come forward, that could be something that plays against them in a very important election year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it then, is it oversimplifying it to say people are literally, are they running around right now trying to see if they have the votes, trying to see where they might be able to sway the votes? There is a little bit of a whip going on right now. It's a little more difficult when they're actually sitting in the room because they've been told per these rules. They're not allowed to bring uh, electronics in with them. They're not allowed to talk out loud. They have to sit quietly with pens and papers only. So potentially maybe they're passing notes around to each other. But Democrats have really been trying in the last few days to bring these moderate Republicans over. Somebody like Senator Susan Collins from Maine, who is up for election this year, who's faced an uphill battle for siding with the president on things uh, like the appointment of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, has really seen uh, her numbers fall a little bit and has seen opposition to her start to rise 
allies with people who are trying to challenge her with the election. So there is an opportunity for Democrats to pull some of them over. It just simply, uh, you know, Donald Trump has a uh, a stronghold on this Republican Party and his name on a ticket ultimately can lead to somebody winning or being blown off a ticket if he says something wrong about them. So it's a party right now that is no longer kind of aligned with the party. They're simply aligned with their leader. And just to, to go back, what this is all about, as we know, it's abuse of power and obstruction of Congress allegations. So the, the three days now that it's been expanded to the three days, do you have a sense of the timeline after that point? We don't, and that's because of the fluidity when it comes to the possibility for getting a witness on the floor. If there is going to be a witness, it has to go to a vote. That would have to go behind closed doors. A deposition takes place, and then a secondary vote to see whether or not it's going to happen. If that is the case, this is going to go on possibly a couple of weeks. If we wind up with no witness testimony here, this could be something that wraps up before the State of the Union at the beginning of February, uh, and we could be in closing arguments possibly within a week here. That's kind of that expedited process the president has really been pushing for over the last couple of weeks. So now that we're into day one, we can kind of get the sense as how the tone is going to be set. But we really have to wait to see what kind of amendments are brought forth and whether or not Democrats can get Republicans on their side. All right. Well, we'll be waiting for your updates. And thank you so much for joining us to spell it out for us today. Reggie, thanks a lot. Thank you. Reggie Cicchini, he is the Global News Washington correspondent, and he will keep us up to date on what is happening with the Senate impeachment trial.